0: Welcome to our first episode of the Pro Bike FC show. Uh, Words, son. Words, uh, My name is Dave. I do all the operations, behind the scenes stuff. But I am here short, short, shorty, yeah. with uh, our fearless leader and owner, Mr. Nick Clark. Yo, yeah. son. <laughs> and our ambassador squad leader, Mr. Brian Norwood. What up, yo? Um, First, we're gonna kind of kick things off here by giving everyone out there just a little bit of a full on what we are here at Pro Bike FC and what we uh, what we do kind of on a daily <coughs> basis. Um, so, Nick, um, let's uh, let's start by asking you a few questions and uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your cycling background. What's uh, what's going on there?
1: Oh, you know, <laughs> the
2: short version.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> you oh. seize it. <laughs> okay, how are you, everybody? And that's right, we um, we uh, we're here on our uh, first podcast, uh, one of many, which we're going to try and do every week. Um, I'm going to keep it down there in the back in the service center. Thanks, Alex. This is recording, mate. Um, so, <laughs> so it's our first podcast It's our first podcast. So a little bit about me. So, um. I'm a retired professional cyclist, uh, world and pro continental tour. Uh, I was, um, I've been, oh, I, I basically, it was my career for, oh, between 1993 and 2005. Um, I was a spring classics, um, sort of one day specialist. Uh, I didn't really have, you know, it's funny because a lot of people sort of think that, oh, you know, Nick must have been a climber and all that sort of stuff, but I was, I was never really a climber, I was never really a good climber. Um, I was an all-rounder, domestique, puncher. And um, I spent most of my career on the cobbles and uh, and doing the one days in Italy and France. Um, I was on two world tour teams, Chazelle um, and um, Casino Asia 2R And then from there I went over to the Pro Continental side. Um, I guess I could just say that I just got dropped, and I just <laughs> and I just went to the pro. Dropped a <laughs> I, got, I got dropped. My watts got dropped, and I got and I got and I got dumped onto the Pro Continental side. But it's interesting, you know, and this will probably be a podcast for another time. How my cycling changed completely when I went from the pro scene, well, from the World Tour pro scene the to the Pro Continental scene. How how I enjoyed my cycling so much more because it's a hard life out there to try and um, to try and sort of stay up with the with with the big guns especially when you're out there in the fiandre with the uh, with all those spring classic uh, beasts like um, you know the lion and, and, and all those and guys the nuke. and the, the nuke that's right that was my nickname the nuke so <clears throat> that's um I mean you know there's a long story between my cycling and you know I'm sure that we'll have a podcast one day about everything that I saw from you know everything that I did from 93 all the way to 2005 and all the things that I saw and all the ups and all the downs and how hard it is to sort of break through and 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 the pain and and the struggle to sort of try and make it um but you know sort of like between 2005 and 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 where we are today you know i sort of like i I bummed around and did my things you know i did some coaching here i went and helped start a uci asia team and and mucked around but when i came over to the us and and um primarily decided that this was something that i wanted to do the one thing that I that that was like absolutely in my mind to make sure that happened was that I created something that that was based around bringing in community, right? I mean, yes, of course, you know, I need to sell things because I need to keep the lights on and I need to pay the bills, and you know, I've got a I got to put uh, I got to put my eldest through college. He cost me a freaking arm and a leg. Yeah, you know? the guy, the, the guy. guy that's yeah. standing right, right. there, right. yeah. <laughs> God damn it! He's, ex- results, he's, he's 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 expensive. So so um, so um, you know I, the first and foremost, I wanted to develop community, and and that was something that's sorely lacking um, here. Uh, I, I get well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say just necessarily here um, in in Northern Virginia per se, but I think all all over the U.S. is is that that feeling of the hangout bike shop right like cheers you know you remember the show cheers (laughs) yeah norm where where you hang out and in fact you know we have you know one of our great customers and one of your ambassadors on the team tom o'neill you know this corner right here yeah and he he owns this corner and he just comes in and he hangs out and he just does what he wants to do but um but it was all about being really 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 different than the rest, and uh, I just didn't want. In, I just didn't want people to walk into a shop and just go, "Okay, it's just another bike shop." And as soon as I walk out of here, I can go five miles down the road and walk into the same looking. thing. Right, it's got to <laughs> be something <laughs> different. It's, it's got to be something different, and everything that I tried to, everything that I've tried to develop has been based around bringing people together. No matter how good you are, no matter, no matter where you have come from, no matter how fast you are, no matter, no matter what you ride. I mean, you know, it's it's about bringing people together. Cool. And, and, and that's basically what the, the preface of um, Pro Bike has been all about, and a very short background on my, my history.
0: So, tagging along with what you said, <clears throat> kind of, well, clearly we know this isn't your average bike shop. So, what, what, what was your vision in setting up this shop to be so different from the rest of it? What, what is Pro Bike FC kind of really doing? What, is, what, is, what type of a bicycle are you walking out with when you come to Pro Bike? I mean, am I just getting something out of a box? Or am I? Am I building something that's really the bike of my dreams?
1: No, no. You're, you're, you, you, you really are. Um, at the end of the day, building your dreams here, right? You're building what you want, and it's interesting. That's a really great question because <clears throat> a lot of people, and and this is really important for our listeners to understand, is that a lot of people. I think, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but I, I, I think that there's a, a good majority of people that think, well, man, I'd, I'd, I'd really love to get involved with Pro Bike. I'd really like to look at a bike, but it's just out of my range. I can't afford it. I can't afford it, right. I can't afford it. Right. That's just so not true, right? And you know, it's it's absolutely possible to, um, to get the bike, the right bike that you want um, at a price that we can build up for you as opposed to just pulling a bike out of a box, which of course we can do, and if that's what you need and you want it quick and fast, that's 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 great. But you know, in fact, you know, we're in here. Alex is working in the background right now. We've got a good friend and customer that's in the shop as well too. You know, Pro Bike FC podcast that's here right. is is live. We do it live in the shop, and we've got a customer in the shop now, Thomas, who's just who's just sorted out his his brand new Colnago V3R. Never in his mind would he have assumed that that is something that. He would have been able to number one afford or or do right right?
2: like of his dreams
1: so you know the whole the whole basis of what we're doing here is is that when you walk in it's kind of like um building your dream home right i mean you know you can you can buy a home and you know oh yeah you know that's really good and the home's pretty nice except i really just don't like how this kitchen's laid out or i really don't like how this is laid out here you know you get your frame and, and the minute you walk out, it's absolutely to you. It, it, it belongs to you. There's nothing, there's... As there's, you hear the tape measure. As you hear the tape measure, <laughs> that's right. There's nothing about that bike that doesn't fit to you. And it's at a price that we build for you. And it's really interesting that, like for instance, again, talking about this, you know, Thomas's bike that we're building up here, the V3R, this bike at the end of the day <coughs> will only cost maybe just a, sh- a tad more than what it normally would if he went to, a, a, you know, one of the bigger brands and um, built the way that he wanted it to build. He You know, he's really not paying that much more. And the little bit more that he is paying for that, he's getting Costum. a very custom service. Mm-hmm. And I spend a lot of time <laughs> with people talking about what do you want to do? What's your crank? You know, what's your crank left, What crank size? What type of riding do you want? You know, how do, where do you want to take it? What, what do you want to gain from it? What you know? What do you want to move from it? All that sort of stuff. So and you know, you can be norm, and yeah, right. And you can, you can be norm. And you, can, you can get a custom bike, and, <laughs> and be you norm. can be norm and hang right. out. That's exactly right. And and um and you know and then obviously the off on, on the side of that as well too, it's about um you know all the other cool stuff like. You know all the stuff that you read in bicycle magazine. You know ceramic speed, lightweight, lakes, bonds. I, I wanna, I wanna, to, I wanna be able to give, I wanna be able to open up the market that that people think is 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 a a beyond their reach, right? And and show them that it is on their reach, be in within their reach, and that they can take it and enjoy it and love it because cycling's a passion for a lot of people. People ride bikes because it's a passion.
0: Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. So it's almost like uh, being able to build a custom bike is almost a way of expressing yourself and your wants through your yeah through it's, your bicycle. It is, it's it is it is it's
1: it's you know pe- you know people like you, you wear a, a fancy flash watch because that's how you can express yourself and you know it's it's it's, it's 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 custom suit and that's how you express yourself when you roll up on your shop rides or you're rolling up at wherever you're rolling up you you're sitting there on your bike, and you're thinking, and, and you're thinking to yourself, "Yeah, this is this is me," you know. This yeah, is, I'm about cool. to drop right. them the watts. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> that's definitely
0: different than what everyone
1: else is doing, at Sam. So. Yeah, we yeah. Were doing things and, here and you know what? I want to be. Uh, you know, it, it's really important to also note. Best of luck to everybody. Oh, you know, the, we are. You know, my whole mo here at Pro Bike is I. I'm not. I don't care about what anybody else does. You know, they. Everybody has their place, right? Right. And good luck to everybody. I wish everybody the best. I, you know, I support. I support bicycling, holistically all round. We're just. We've just made sure that we're, very, very different, for a reason.
0: Right. You know. So speaking of different, then, like um, we've got a women's team. (coughs) Yep. Got a women's team. That's. Maybe slowly growing, but this year they got really sweet new kiss. Uh, you see a lot of those. The jerseys are very eye catching when you see them out there. You know, that yeah, navy, it's the same as the what the ambassadors the, are wearing. Yeah, and the red, and as well as the ambassador squad. Tell us a little bit. What? Uh, tell us a about the women's team. Why we wanted to start a women's team, and then we definitely have to talk about the ambassador squad. Yeah, what, what, well, what, what's behind the
1: ambassador squad? Well, <coughs> the women's team. What I originally, um, when I, what I originally did when I started the women's team, was. There's, there's an absolute gap in, in, in women's sport holistically right like not just in cycling but 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 holistically and um, but interestingly enough of course more so cycling more than more than anything else um, I, th- I think because the the, the gap the, the, the wage gap and not just so much the wage gap unfortunately um, when it comes to women's cycling, the event the 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 amount of world tour events that they don't compete in versus what the men doesn't seem it doesn't make sense to me right so there's no women well I mean of course there's like a women's Giro and there's kind of like a women's tour but it's not really one right Right, right. I mean it's it's kind of like they're humoring them and that frustrate and that and that frustrated me quite a lot so I mean I, I don't yeah. I'm, I just immediately wanted to start a women's team because I just wanted to support women's cycling. I wanted to support women in the sport. I wanted to give them a, an opportunity to feel... I mean, you know, it's like what the New York Grand Fender does, be pro for a day. Yeah. I, I wanted to give them an opportunity to feel... Oh, man. I wanted to give them an opportunity to feel um, just as just as pro as... as Excuse me. The a world tour, right? The, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the men in the men's team, and um, and uh, and so I started the team, and and you know all the women in the team are just uh, your everyday amateur women cyclists that just love to ride their bikes, and and you know we've got them all kitted out, you know we've got great helmets for them, you know we've got laser helmets, we've got physique shoes. I mean, they—they really—they—they look—they're going to look so great this year, and um, what's the goal for the team? Well, you know what—that's—that's that's a great question. And um, Brian's gone to answer the phone, so you've taken over, Brian—not <laughs> Brian, uh, not Brian uh, Dave. Dave, fail. You're supposed to turn the phones off. Fail. This is how raw and live it is at Pro Bike Pro Bike Podcast. <laughs> well, what's the goal for the team? Well, seat? the the goal—the goal for the women's team. The goal for the women's team is is pretty simple. The goal for the women's team is pretty simple. It's um, it's this. Um, I don't care. I never cared about podiums. It, it, it's not about winning, right? It's not about winning. Um, it's it's too amateur to. I mean, you know, th- their houses aren't on the line like you know like mine was. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, my. I mean, every year you know I was always worried about what my next contract was and how much I was going to make on my next contract or what I was going to do <clears throat> um, these 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 ladies have everyday jobs right i mean this is what they do for a passion and and you know they're at you know they're at cat 4 level right my goal for the women's team was has, has always been for them to just go out and represent themselves and women's cycling the best way they possibly can right the absolute, the absolute best, the absolute best way they possibly can, and it's not about a podium. Um, it's not about how you know how, how, many, how many firsts, seconds, thirds, or whatever it is. It's just getting out there in the PBSC kit, hitting the races, being good ambassadors for the sports, being being good teammates, being supportive, and and encouraging other women as well too that to join, that, the, sport. To join the sport and that it's there for them, right um and of course you know that's um that's that and we have a great we have a great group of, of women in, in on the team this year and and um and that's it and and of course you know leading on to that we we also have to ac- accompany that we've got the Kelly benefits strategy men as well too and that's a different level right, right? that's a totally different level and pro bikes you know super i'm i'm super um uh, chuffed to be a part of the like you know, the development side of, of that. I know a lot of the, a few of the riders sort of lean on me f- for my expertise and background. Um, you know, it's, um, I kind of like know what, I, I, I know what it takes. I mean, I'm a UCI bronze medalist and a national champion, and I, I know what it takes to to sort of get there. So, you know, they lean on my, they, they lean on my expertise for that. Um, and, um, and uh, and I coach and I coach a, a couple of them as well too, which is great. And and what we've been able to do for the women's team and for Kelly is to be able to get awesome support. You know, obviously a big shout out to Shimano and Laser um, and uh, Pactimo and most definitely Look bikes for um, supporting um, the Kelly Benefits Men's Team and the Women's Team in certain ways. So you know that's that's sort of why I, I formed the um, the Women's Team and all that. Okay.
0: <clears throat> ambassador squad
1: yes yeah, so this is where tell me about <laughs> the
0: ambassador why we wanted to start it i know that it originally started with just uh some of our great customers wanted to first start hanging out you know quite extensively yeah but then we kind yeah. of wanted <laughs> you to, know you know you know them out. <laughs> I w- wanted to, I- you know you know tell me about how that started i
1: want i wanted to start the ambassador squad out so I could actually freaking get a sleep in on a Sunday (laughs) or a Saturday, but that never actually happens. It's got worse. I'd never get a sleep in. No, so the ambassador squad. So, so of course, with our podcasts um, here, uh, we're going to, once a week, um, we're going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to try and have a special guest. Um, And if I don't have a special guest, it's probably going to be just Dave and myself in relation to product reviews, or we're going to talk about cycling or whatever it may be. But I'm always going to try and have a topic and a special guest. Um, and, uh, and the podcasts for everybody to let you know, they're going to be released on a Wednesday. So you can always look forward to listening to all the um, all the garbage all and the crap sh- and all shit <laughs> that comes down here at Pro Bike FC. But um, our special guest, and you've heard you've heard his voice, but our special guest for the inaugural po- podcast is Brian, mm. just out on the streets here <laughs> with my Factor 2 Colnago C sixty four, just cruising, son, <laughs> 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 Mr. Brian Norwood himself, and um, and so the. The whole purpose of the Ambassador Squad was going back to the original, the original question of, you know, why did I start Pro Bike FC, why, you know, what, what was the whole purpose of the Ambassador Squad, it was community. But as the community grew, so did our shop rides, right? And we have a big and very competitive shop ride. And, um, and what I wanted to make sure that happened was that every person that came here was supported. We we didn't we didn't just have we didn't just have people turn up and go yeah right oh yeah, shit let's go for it you know just ride your asses off and blah 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 wherever you end up you end up I, I didn't want that I wanted fee I wanted people to feel welcome safe take and taken care of and made sure that they got the most and best benefit out of a challenging ride I do all the routes myself and um, is it routes or routes routes on this side of the pond is it's, it's it's routes on this routes. side of the pond <clears throat> Routes I would say words. routes too. I kind of like I like the word route, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's route.
0: We digress. That could mean something else too, but well, we won't go
1: there. We won't either. go there. All right. Routes. <laughs> okay, so it's route. So so got, I ride. Let's stick with routes. yeah. We'll stick with routes. So I ride all the routes my myself, and um, and then I come back. So um, so yes. Yeah, so leading into uh, leading into into. Um, oh, so again, um, it was just for. For that purpose, and as our rides have grown from when we first started to like, oh man, we would have had like 10 people on our shop rides to averaging around about 60, 60, 60 65. So that's, I guess, you know, for me, we got Brian sitting in here, and and um, and my segue, I guess, into talking to oh you boy. Oh, now Ooh. it's time to drop now it's time to drop the what <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah I think Th- Thomas is Thomas is uh, Thomas is the person that just bought the v3r there's one or two things either happening he's either a comatose right or, or he just can't stop looking at his no, new he's bike, over his bike. He's he, uh, all great. right okay <laughs>
2: his, his Armani suit over there his Armani suit yeah. so
1: Mr. B man yes, Norwood my man so I get to ask you the same question. You've been, you've been around the cycling scene in Northern Virginia for a long time. How did you first start off? Or what got you into cycling?
2: Uh, I was a chief of police in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and I wanted to do a bike for Blue, which is a, a commemorative bike ride to support fallen officers. It was 100 miles from Richmond to DC. It's a serious ride. Yeah, and um, I was woefully prepared. <laughs> yeah, uh, overweight and uh, out of out of shape, and so I got through it, but I was determined to get better on the bike, and so um, started working out, started training, but I really didn't know what I was doing for several years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it, you know the the thing, um, and lead leading into it, of course, you know I. I I've known, I've known BN now for, you know, over a year. He's, he's basically, he basically pretty much came into the shop, um, just before our first year was over. And, um, the development, you know, of, um, of the shop and cycling and the ambassador squad has, has really come originally from, I mean, from both of us, right? Right. I mean, I, I remember I sort of like came, you know, when, when I was talking about, I said, Hey, Brian, you know, I, um, I just want to do this ambassador program, you know, and you'd go, oh, shit, yeah, what? here we go, here we go. Right. what now? And I'd say, what do you think, what do you think? So, I mean, so, I mean you, everybody's heard my take about yeah. why I want to do the ambassadors. What's, what's your take as the road captain for the ambassador program?
2: Like what you said, it's really about inclusivity. Um, we have everybody from the novice rider to the cat one racer uh, and everything in between, and everybody can have a good time, feel safe, be pushed it's one of the most competitive rides and in the dmv like you said we have all the different squads showing up squadra kobe artemis batley kbs some of the best teams in dmv are showing up to our rides and they're having a ball and then they're hanging out with norm afterwards right? yeah yeah so we can't <laughs> yeah. get rid of people people are sitting here for two or three hours after after every ride and just enjoying themselves so um it's really part of your vision uh, something i always wanted to be a part of when i moved here to the dmv be a part of a group of people that are just having fun on the bike, yeah. and then getting better subsequently to that. You know?
1: Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so, um, how do you run your your group of ambassadors? Like, what's 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 their purpose? Um, what are they doing? Like, what's what's their role?
2: The role is uh, really kind of threefold. One, number one, is keep everybody safe on the ride. Two, to really kind of give guidance to people. We have a lot of people that are new. Or new to group ride environment, and the group ride environment is different. Oh yeah. If you train by yourself, and the next thing you know, you're with 30, 40 people. It's a different environment. And so we try to shape people in that in that way, so they feel good about that ride, and they they understand the dynamic. And then the last thing is really just to make sure they have a good time. You know, yeah. if you if you ride with the killer bees, I promise <laughs> you, you will have a laugh or two <laughs> <laughs> during the ride because yeah. we have a really good time.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and. And you know what, um, that, that that's that's really interesting um, that, that you bring, that, that you raise that. Um, I've, it, it's really, what's really satisfying to me what I've seen ever since we've, you know, ever since we've developed this, you know, the shop right and we've grown and grown and grown it is I've seen people come back weekend after weekend yeah. after weekend and there's people that have come in that literally have struggled yeah. to ride a C group. I was one of them. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. You, yeah. you had to take the van out and look for me on the first ride. I remember, I remember. And and I know he's out here somewhere. And I, know, yeah. and, I and I know and, and, and but what I but but then I see these people come back, come back, come back you know, weekend after mm-hmm. weekend after weekend, and they get really strong. I mean, the, the, the hard thing is for me is, is that, you know, it's like everybody it like, so strong. they get really strong. And I know everybody's like, wow, well, let's get there, let's get there, let's right. get there. And, but there's nothing more satisfying to me. To see people grow. To see people grow. Yeah. And there's nothing more satisfying, knowing, um, you know, where, with my experience and my background, what I've, you know, the rides that I've done in my career, Kearns, Brussels Kearns, Tour of Flanders, you know, Il Lombardia, all those things, um, that there's people that, you know, may have only been riding for five years, but due to our group rides, that, you know, they're just, they're, they're killing me. Oh, right? Yeah. And, and and I think it's great. Which is the question is, um, and you sort of mentioned it, how, I mean, people, the people, for people that haven't been on our group rides before, right, <laughs> are trying to give them an understanding. How tough is it? In the words
2: of, <laughs> A great fighter. What was his name? Clubber Lang? You got me. There will be pain. Right? <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. um, it's a hard, hard, hard ride. Um, but you feel so um, successful after. Yeah. I know when you go out for your routes, you don't think about routes. Routes. Right. <laughs> you don't think about the, the climbing aspect as much as we do, but we yeah. do. And when you get done with 3,000, you know, 4,000 feet of climbing, you feel like you accomplished something. Yeah. And then your fitness jumps up, right? It's kind of yeah. magic, right? Yeah. The intensity you talk about yeah. during those group rides. You survive that group ride, the next week you're stronger. Absolutely. I promise you. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, absolutely. So, so um, you have a few bikes. Mm, one or two, or
2: three. And plus <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a nod there in the background so um, moving on to sort of like being prepared for those group rides how how important was it or how much did you notice especially when you first started coming here the difference between getting on your bike that um, that you thought was okay Mm -hmm. versus making sure that your bike was okay right. to be able to hit the ride. So when you came on, say for instance, the group ride, on something that you thought was was good, but now realized wasn't. Like how important, especially for the like for the intensity of our ride, how important it was. Does it, mean? it was
2: monumental because the first time I came here, I was riding on something that was too big, and I had back pain and I could not get in the drops for a period of time. I couldn't really um, lay down any power. Um, when you gave me my first fit, got on my new bike, um, the fit changed the way I rode, like dynamically. Yeah. And all of a sudden I felt powerful, I felt like I could climb a little bit and I could get in the drops and stay in a powerful position uh, and then gave me confidence. And once you have confidence, no, you're it, yeah. you know, the world, the world is your oyster. So um, getting on a bike that fit me, getting on a bike with some components that Made me, you know, really enjoy it cycling. Yep. It really worked yep. for me. Yep. Um And then you know, the magic of the of the paycheck back there, tuning the bike, uh, you, you feel like you're on a machine that's built for you.
1: It, all came, it all, ca- all came together. It all came. together. Yeah. So, you know, you're 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 the, you're the captain, of the, ambassador. You're the captain of the ambassador squad. Yeah. And you know, you do a, awesome job. These podcasts are not all about easy questions. Okay. These are question. sticky questions. All right? Get, right? Ready, yep. get ready. You ready? I'm ready. Ready? Yep. Move shake yep. move the shoulders back. Right. Start the RPMs up around about ninety five. Yep. So, um, you know what we're trying to create here at Pro Bike, you know what we're trying to do here with the shop rides, and you know what we're trying to build. What's your take on cycling holistically? I guess as a sport with road cycling, and and I guess in particular, what's your take on where things are going in Northern Virginia for cycling? You've been around for a while here. Yeah,
2: I can tell you quite personally that um, cycling is a challenge for a lot of people because of access. Hmm. And so if you're in a specific demographic, I think sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Um, And as you gain access, you want more, right? Hmm in the DMV you have some of the greatest cycling communities around the country. When I first moved here uh, everybody said go to Haynes Point you'll see all the fastest guys in the country mm. and they were right there are a lot of fast guys there mm. um, and then, then you have these teams uh, you have a lot of great teams here too one of the things that I always desired to get back to the original thing was can I be a part of something really unique and special mm. and I think the. Uh, the environment we've created here is inclusive of all demographics, is inclusive of all the different teams. We're not we're not exclusive to anything Absolutely. or anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So to, to round up the end of the question, I think cycling has really t- taken a turn for the better in the last couple of years here in the DMV specifically because no one is being so parochial anymore. Yeah. Come to our shop ride, go to another shop ride, go to this race, go to that race, enjoy yourselves.
1: Absolutely. Right?
2: And take care of each other while you're on the road. Yeah, And I think that's what we're promoting, I think that's what people enjoy about this environment. Because we don't care what kit you come in.
1: No, right? that's, no. I don't no, care what we, kit you come in. We, 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 yeah, we, we do, we have them all. And that's, that's really well said, Ben, because, you know, cycling, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to race these days. Especially out here, because our races are limited. It's it's And this is another reason why I wanted to do what I wanted to do, because racing's really tough to do here. It's hard when you've got a family. It's hard to get up at five o'clock in the morning. And there's only three spots on the podium. I, exactly, right. there's only three spots on the podium. And, and and most of most of our races are crits, right? And people get it rightly so. I, I don't. I'm not even going to get into the debate of crit racing. Another versus that's another podcast in itself. <laughs> but but you know, a lot of people are skittish about going to kits, and and so they should be. Um. So y- I, I couldn't have said it better than what you just said it. And and that's the reason why I wanted to create something that was challenging because I wanted I wanted people to get the feeling. Of feeling included, right? With a test competition, competition, but done in a great controlled environment yeah. where we all have a sausage sizzle, right? At you know, and and a beer. And we don't blow any lights. We don't blow. <laughs> we don't, blow <laughs> any out, we don't <laughs> we cross stay, the line. And we, we stay on do, the right. And we stay on the We stay on We stay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Because there's <laughs> five thousand pound <power> missiles coming. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! On the other direction, so um, so um, you know we um, you know so that's that's what I sort of like wanted to. Is, do, are you doing that purposely? Why are you looking at me like that and doing it Ladies purposely?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, that is a campy Jeez, GPS man,
1: system I mean, in the background. Honest, <laughs> Absolutely hopeless. I've said this in my, I've said this in my videos, and I'll say it again. How am I supposed to soar like an eagle when I work with geese? Intelligence geese. In- in- intelligence, geese. intelligence, <laughs> intelligence <laughs> intelligences,
2: intelligence geese.
1: intelligences, geeses. <laughs> make fun of accents, man. <laughs> Shots fire. Okay, so, so yeah, so I wanted to, I wanted to, um, I wa- That's what I wanted to do. I wanted a people to. To be able to have that feeling, right? And I, and I think that's what we've got. So you know, I think that um, I think that's about it. I think we'll we'll wind up our first our first podcast, one of many. Um, Dave, thanks for being totally useless at the introduction, um, and. Um, and uh, no Thank, thanks dave no you are useless no thanks dave um ben yes, sir uh you know that uh we absolutely love you um uh, and what you do and what you bring to the shop uh, you you are a part of this probite family more than what you know and um and we're very we're very honored and very um very happy i'm very honored and very happy to uh, to have you in the shop not just as the road captain ambassador but as as a mate um, so uh, next week, um, I'm I'm hoping to get another special guest. I won't tell you who it's going to be because I just need to confirm it. But if but <laughs> he it, doesn't but know yet, I don't know. Care <laughs> okay, we may not know no, yet. But but, but but if you're but if you're out there, Nima, gen, gen, general manager of uh, general manager of Kelly Benefits uh, Racing, check your schedule for Wednesday between uh, yeah, <laughs> four 14, and five yeah, okay. or whatever it is because you might be the special guest. So that's it for now. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Of course, you know, um, hit hit our Facebook page, our Instagram, and um, feel free to um, uh, give me a shout anytime to talk about anything. And of course, if you're listening in and you feel like you have something special to add, um, give me a call and maybe Maybe you, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get you on. Maybe you can be one of the guests. So ring the bullshit bell. That's the bullshit, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know it's unfiltered. You know it's, right. I'm t- it's totally it's unfiltered. Right. Here Pro Thanks very much for, for listening, everybody. We hope you got something out of it.